What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Minister TG, with another edition of Thug Life, also known as True Honor Unto God Life, where we are discussing different aspects of our relationship with Christ, because the truest honor that we can show God is in how we live our lives every day and not just on what we show on Sunday mornings. Today is Saturday, April 3rd, which is the day before Resurrection Sunday a day of celebration because Christ has risen. Our God is not dead and he has risen. He has gotten up so we can too. So remember that whatever it is that you are facing, no matter what it is that you are going through, our God has arisen and he has given us victory over trials. He's given us victory over sin he has made us more than conquerors. So I give him all the glory and the praise because nobody is like our God. So this week, I wanted to talk a bit about criticism. But before I get to that, I remember uh, talking to you guys a couple of months ago about an issue that I had with actually finding fault with myself. If I have not spoken about it, then this will be your first time hearing about it. But I had an issue uh, an, a long time ago when I actually verbalized this to my mother, where I actually told her that I, I actually had an issue with finding fault with myself because, because I figured I had checked off all the boxes. I went to church every Sunday. I paid my tithes. I lived like a good Christian should. I followed all the rules. So in my mind... I was doing everything that I was supposed to do to live a saved and quote unquote Christian life. But how many know that that is really just religion? And I struggled with this for some time. And I had a memory today of when I actually, I was on my way into work one morning and I remember seeing this young woman so I was going to go ahead and just let her go in front of me and let her go into the building first. So um, she wasn't right there, but I saw her coming. So I decided to slow down and actually open the door for her. So I let her go, but it was taking her a bit of time to get into door into the door. She had her roller. She had a rolling bag. She had a laptop bag. So it was taking her a bit of time to go into the door. I was still holding the door, but as I was holding the door for her, I remember being annoyed. I was really aggravated. And I said to myself within, I said, would you please come on? I was so frustrated. And in that moment, I remember feeling so uh, convicted by the spirit of God. Now, remember, nobody could hear me. I didn't make a face. The only one that could hear me was God. And what it was that I was thinking, what it was that I was feeling was not pleasing to him. And a lot of times I think I got caught up in doing what I thought was right or doing what I thought was the nice thing to do. But it became just something habitual 
and it wasn't coming from a, a pure place in my heart. And what we have to remember is that God is looking for a people with integrity. And that means who we are within. That is the person that God is looking at. Because we'll look at the outside and we'll look at the things that people do, but only God knows the real intent behind. He knows the real motive behind what it is that we do. And he sees not just our motive, but he sees our feelings behind it. He sees the impatience. He sees the the real attitude. So we can think that we fooling people. You know, we can probably fool people sometimes, but we really cannot fool God because he can see our very being. He can see the inside of us. So this is why it's important that now, especially now in these times and these, that we take stock of every bit of ourselves, our hearts, our minds, everything that we're doing and evaluate, God, is this pleasing to you? I think if we took a second to think about things that way, it would help us to regroup and possibly do things differently, maybe think about things a bit differently before we do them so that we can examine that we're doing things in the right frame of mind, that we're doing things in the, with the right intent to. You know, the Bible tells us that God loves a cheerful giver. So that means that it should bring us pleasure to give. It should bring us pleasure to do for our neighbors. It should bring us pleasure to do something for someone other than ourselves and not make it seem like it's a burden or not make it seem like it's too much for us. And then in fact, it's better if you actually keep it if you are unable to do it in the right heart or in with the right spirit and with the right intent. Say no if you really need to say no. I mean, it took me a long time to learn that. If you really don't want to do something, don't do it. Because what will happen, you will find yourself in a lot of situations that you don't even want to be in, all because you can't turn away and or you can't turn around and just say no. So don't do things just to do them. Don't do things just to please other people. Don't do things just because you think it looks like it's the right thing to do. Make sure that it's in your heart to do. Okay, so now a bit about criticism and critiquing. So I'm not going to lie. I can occasionally be a bit overbearing uh, with my children. Um, one uh, instance, I can recall um, probably a couple of weeks ago, I remember uh, being rebuked by the Holy Spirit because I remember I was consistently and constantly every day critiquing my daughter. And I think for a while, I couldn't understand why she was getting so upset because it's not like the things that I was saying to her, it wasn't that they were not true, but the issue was that I was constantly bringing it up and that I was constantly uh, it almost became to a point where I was belittling. And 
and mother or not, nobody deserves to be picked on. Nobody deserves to be kicked while they're down. And let's be honest, that continuous criticizing, it does not do anything but make a person feel worse. It does not do anything but make them feel like they can't do anything correct. And then will prove more harmful than actually doing good. You know, the Bible actually says in Romans chapter 2, verses 1 and 2, that every time you criticize someone, you condemn yourself. It takes one to know one. Judgmental criticism of others is a well-known way of escaping detection in your own crimes and misdemeanors. So we have to be careful that we're not jumping all over other people's faults or other people's wrongdoings or other people's issues and not dealing with our own. And then also we have to be careful that we're not criticizing other people because we want to feel better about ourselves. You know, in everything there needs to be a balance and in everything it needs to be done in love. You know, even when we are criticizing ourselves, the Bible says that real love is actually the way to shut down debilitating self-criticism, even when there's something to it. Yes, so even the criticism that we give ourselves needs to be in balance because we can get to a point where we criticize ourselves so much that we defeat ourselves before we even get started. Any criticism that makes you want to give up, that is not of God. The pressure that God applies is pressure to draw you closer to him. It's the pressure to draw you closer to the things of him, not to move you further away. So if the criticism of yourself causes you to do what opposite of what God is telling you to do, or it pushes you further away from what God is telling you to do, then that is not of God. If it pushes you further away from him altogether, that is not of God. So I appreciate you tuning in today. Please do connect with me via Instagram at True Honor Unto God Life or via Facebook at True Honor Unto God Life or via email at honoruntogod at gmail.com. I always look forward to hearing from you, your thoughts, your, your feedback, and your insights. So please do connect today. And remember that the truest honor that we can show God is in how we live our everyday lives and not just what we show on Sunday morning. Be blessed and have a wonderful Resurrection Sunday.